0: On this video, I'm gonna break down step-by-step the process of flipping real estate and the process of flipping real estate contracts, also called wholesaling, so that anyone can understand, even an eight-year-old. So if you're new to wholesaling or flipping, this video will help you understand the big picture and the whole process. So get ready to learn flipping real estate for beginners and oversimplified explanation, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If you're new here to the channel, I'm Jerry Norton with flippingmastery.com and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. When preparing this video, I realized I had so much to share with you and so many resources that I decided to break it up into two parts. So, welcome to part one. As it turns out, flipping houses is a pretty popular make-money strategy, and rightfully so. Learn how to do it and you can make some really good money. I personally went from digging holes for minimum wage to millionaire in a three-year period, all from what I'm going to show you on this video. Now, that's certainly not the case for everyone who tries their hand at it, but if you can learn how to crack the code, so to speak, and start doing deals consistently every month, it's not only feasible and possible to earn a six-figure income, but with Within anyone's reach now get really good at it and you can earn a seven-figure income so let's get to it first of all when we use the word flipping most people think of fix and flip where you buy a house fix it up and resell it for a profit but there is another type of flipping where instead of flipping the house you flip the contract this is known as wholesaling now let me explain as simple as i can all real estate starts with a contract between a seller and a buyer known as a purchase and sale agreement That's true for any type of real estate transaction. 200 years ago, if I wanted to buy your property, we would discuss a price, shake hands on it, and it was as good as done. Today, however, a buyer and a seller sign a legally binding contract that spells out the price and terms. Once that contract is executed, both parties are committed to the transaction. The seller cannot sell the property to anyone else, and the buyer is obligated to purchase the property according to the terms of the contract. We'll discuss wholesaling in a minute, so keep watching. Once a contract is executed between a buyer and a seller, there is a window of time before the transaction is completed. This window can be short or long, but it's typically about 30 days. During that 30-day window of time, a title company starts preparing for the transfer of ownership from seller to buyer. This is known as opening escrow. Once escrow is open, the title company will do a title search and prepare the paperwork to transfer ownership and handle recording everything with the county. Now, a title report will show if there are any liens on the property or other claims such as judgments or unpaid property taxes. Now, these would need to be paid off and satisfied in order for the transaction to happen. After the 30 days and assuming everything can be satisfied and title is what's called free and clear, the transaction can be completed. This is called a real estate closing or close of escrow commonly abbreviated to COE. It's the moment when the seller receives money from the buyer and the buyer receives ownership of the property and the transaction is completed or closed. At the closing, both parties sign the necessary paperwork to transfer ownership and the title company takes the money from the buyer or the buyer's lender pays off any outstanding expenses needed to clear title such as paying off an existing loan and then disperses the remaining funds to the seller. Then, title records the new deed showing the buyer is the new owner, and that is how a real estate transaction is done, but let's back up a minute. Remember when the buyer and seller initially sign a purchase and sale agreement? Since the actual closing doesn't happen for 30 days, the buyer needs to show the seller that he is serious about buying the property. Now, I mean, signing a contract is good and all, but the seller wants to see the buyer show some monetary good faith. This is known as an earnest money deposit it's a sum of money that the buyer pays at the time of executing a contract to show he's serious about buying the property. And if for whatever reason he doesn't perform according to the terms of the contract, he would forfeit his earnest money to the seller. This shows that the buyer is serious and gives the seller comfort that the buyer is going to perform. Earnest money can be as little as $10 or it can be as high as $10,000 or really any sum of money agreed upon by the seller and the buyer. But typically earnest money can range from $10 to $1,000. Now, once escrow is opened, it's best to have the title company hold the earnest money in their dedicated escrow holding account. If and when the day of closing happens, their earnest money is applied to the transaction, or in other words, given to the seller and subtracted from the amount owed by the buyer. For a lot of new investors, everything I just explained can seem overwhelming, but it's really as simple as I just described, and once you do it a few times, you'll realize it's not as big a deal as you thought. Now if you're unfamiliar or you're uncomfortable filling out a purchase and sale agreement, don't be. I did a video where I walked through how to fill it out step-by-step, I'll put the link to that video in the description below for you to watch later. And if you'd like a copy of the exact purchase and sale agreement that I use every single day, then I'll give you mine for free. Just leave a comment below and say, Jerry, you are a flipping genius. Share with me your free purchase and sale agreement, and I'll give you the download link. Honestly, a really good title company makes all the difference. I did a video where I break down how to find a really good investor-friendly title company to help you with all of your deals. Link to that video in the description below. Now that you've got a solid understanding of how a real estate transaction happens between buyer and seller, let's discuss a real estate investing strategy where you make money without having to purchase, own, or manage any real estate. Sounds too good to be true, but that is exactly what wholesaling is. And if you struggle from insomnia, then I can help you fall asleep at night. I've got the solution for you. Get my best-selling book, Making Money in Real Estate Without Buying, Fixing, or Managing a Single Property. And because no one gives away more stuff than me for free, I'll give you a digital download version of this book for free, link in the description. Now, the oversimplified explanation of wholesaling starts with the initial purchase and sale agreement between the buyer and seller. Once executed, that written agreement is now a legally binding contract, and the buyer on the contract now has an equitable interest in the property because the buyer of contract owns the right to buy the property. In essence, in and of itself, the contract or the right to buy the property is an asset, and that asset can be sold to another party. Think about it this way. Let's say you're the seller and I'm the buyer, and we agree on a price of $50,000, and we execute a purchase and sale agreement. I now own the right to buy that property for $50,000. Well, let's say that a local investor referred to as a cash buyer finds out about the deal and they would love to buy that property and they're willing to pay $55,000 for it. Maybe they want to buy it to fix up and flip or maybe they want to keep it as a rental. Well, they can't buy it and the seller can't sell it to them. Why? Because me and the seller already have an executed contract for $50,000. The seller is obligated to sell it to me for $50,000. But if I wanted, I could sell my position in the contract, I could sell my right to the contract, I could allow someone else to step in and take over my obligation to buy the property. I could flip my contract to that local cash buyer investor that is willing to pay $55,000 for the property. He would simply pay me 5,000 to buy the right to my contract and then he would step in as the new buyer taking my place and close with the seller for 50,000. Following this technique with this example, I would make $5,000 without buying, owning, fixing, or managing the property. In order for the new cash buyer investor to step into my place, we execute what's called an assignment agreement. It's a simple one-page contract that states I'm assigning my rights to the original purchase and sale contract to the new buyer for a fee, in this example, $5,000. Now, once the assignment contract is executed between wholesaler and cash buyer, the cash buyer will then step in and close with the seller. And if you'd like a copy of my assignment contract for free, you know the drill, leave a comment and say Jerry, you are a flipping genius, please share with me your assignment contract and I'll give you the download link. And just like how the seller needed earnest money from you on the original contract to feel good about the deal, you as the wholesaler also require that the cash buyer pay earnest money to you so you feel good about his ability to perform. The assignment and the cash buyer's earnest money are given to the title company who you originally opened escrow with and they will facilitate the entire transaction between the seller and the new cash buyer, and at the closing, you, the wholesaler, would receive the $5,000 assignment, and that is the oversimplified explanation of how a typical wholesale deal is done. Of course, there's more to it than that. I have over 500 videos here on my channel all about wholesaling and flipping, and I routinely release three videos a week, so if you're serious about making money wholesaling and flipping, Be sure to subscribe and watch my videos. So if that's all you wanted to know, you can end this video right now. But if you want to know how to take the technique of wholesaling and flipping and turn it into a business where you routinely do deals, allowing you to quit your job and earn a six and even seven figure income, then keep watching. Wholesaling and flipping can be systematized. And to show you, I'm going to refer to this blueprint right here. Now I'll give you this for free. I suggest you pause this video, go to the description, click the link and download it and print it and have it in front of you while I go through the rest of this video. Okay, now that you have it in front of you, let's go through it. The business can be separated into two distinct functions, or what I call departments. First is acquisitions, or everything it takes to get an executed contract with a seller. Now, the other side of the business is what I call operations or some call dispositions. This is where you take the contracts with sellers and you either wholesale them to cash buyers or you buy them and fix and flip them, which means you would get funding, close and buy the properties, manage the rehab process of fixing up the properties, and then resell them to local retail buyers for a profit. Let's break it down even more. Starting with acquisitions, in order to get a contract, there are three steps. Step one is called finding or lead generation. You have to find leads from what are called motivated sellers. These are property owners who are eager and willing to sell their unwanted distressed properties at a discount. Step two is once you generate motivated seller leads, you have to run the numbers to determine a good offer price that would allow you to wholesale it or fix and flip it for a profit. We call this step analyzing the deal. Step three is the process of making offers to sellers and getting executed contracts. Once you obtain a contract, acquisitions is done and the deal moves over to operations to handle the exit of the deal. Now let's break down each of the three steps to acquisitions even further. First is finding or lead generation. We break leads down into three different types of leads. First is on-market leads. These are motivated sellers who list their properties for sale with real estate agents Once a deal goes on-market, you have to work with the agent and not the seller directly. On one hand, it's nice because on-market leads are online and public information, so they are free. But on the other hand, they're competitive since everyone and their brother knows about them. There are two things you need to create a competitive advantage with on-market leads. First, get my software tool that I created that finds all of the underpriced on-market homes for sale in any zip code. Now this cuts down on the time trying to find the distressed properties. To get a free unrestricted login to that tool, just go to mydatacruncher.com. The second thing to have a competitive advantage is to follow my double dip technique where you go directly to the listing agent rather than use a buyer's agent. Now the listing agent gets double the commission and is motivated to work with you. Now I have several videos about how to dominate on-market leads using my double dip strategy And yes, you can wholesale properties listed for sale with agents. Now put a link to that playlist in the description below and you can watch it later. The second type of lead is off market. And this simply means there are no agents involved and you are dealing directly with the seller. Now, this lead type is huge because there are dozens of different off-market lead types that you can go after. Pre-foreclosure, probate, absentee owners, and so on. I did a video where I break down 67 different off-market leads that you can target. Link in the description. The challenge with off-market is you're dealing with private sellers, and while they may be motivated to sell and would gladly enter into a contract with you at a discount, they don't know you exist. This is where marketing comes in. You have to learn how to get in front of sellers. The bottom line is the more marketing you do, the more sellers you get in front of, and the more deals you do, and the more money you make. The pro wholesalers in every market who do five, 10, 20 deals a month are masters at marketing, and they aren't afraid to spend money to make money. For example, last year one of my elite mentoring students spent 120,000 in direct marketing cost, and out of that marketing they did 42 wholesale deals for a gross wholesale profit of 800,000. So you tell me, would you be willing to spend 120,000 to make 800,000? I hope you answered yes. Learning how to do marketing in order to build and grow a wholesaling business is critical. Now, if you'd like to work directly with me and learn how to get your entire business set up and start doing three to five deals a month, then be sure to check out my mentor and partner program. What's cool is while you're building the business, we partner on deals together so you earn while you learn. Now, if that sounds exciting, be sure to check out a free training to learn all the details. Go to FastTrackWithJerry.com. The third type of lead are bird dogs. Now, a bird dog can either be a finder who earns $500 to $1,000 to bring you a referral lead, or it could be another wholesaler who brings you deals that you can buy to fix and flip or wholesale to your cash buyers. Now, bird dogs are an integral part of my business and what has allowed me to do deals virtually all over the country. What I love about bird dogs is I only pay for actual deals, so that means I don't have to incur the marketing cost or the time to find the leads. Now, if you'd like to be a finder for me and get paid $10,000 for every deal you find that meets my criteria, register for a free training. Go to my10kcheck.com. Now, I recommend you get as many bird dogs as you can in your market looking for leads for you. Some new investors like to do a technique called driving for dollars, where you get in your car and you drive around looking for vacant and distressed properties. Now, while that can work, I think it's much better to create an army of bird dogs who drive around and look for deals for you. And I did a video where I explained how to do that, Link in the description. After finding leads, the next step is to analyze each and every lead. This is the process of running the numbers to determine the offer price that factors in all of the numbers, including your profit to wholesale or fix and flip the deal. Now, to really get good at analyzing deals, you must learn how to determine values by looking at comparable home sales and you need to also get good at calculating the cost of repairs needed to fix up a house. The good news is, is there's an industry formula that you can follow, and if you have my instant deal analyzer tool, it runs all of the numbers for you. Just go to mydealanalyzer.com to get that for free. After running the formula and getting to an offer price, I follow a very precise process where if my offer price is more than 20% off from the seller's asking price, I consider that a cold lead and I make a sight unseen offer. That means I don't spend any more time analyzing the deal. I don't look at comps. I don't do a detailed repair breakdown. Most of the time, I don't even go look at the property because since I'm more than 20% off of the seller's asking price, I don't want to waste my time but I do want to still put an offer in front of the seller. If the seller bites on my offer, or if I'm within 20% of the seller's asking price, I consider that a warm lead, and now I want to invest more time in analyzing the deal. On warm leads, I'll spend the time looking at comps, and I'll spend the time to do a detailed repair breakdown. I'll spend the time to look at the property. Since I'm not that far off from the seller, under 20%, it's worth the effort to tighten up the numbers and get to a more solid offer number. Now, following this process, I'm able to make 100 offers a month in a fraction of the time. To learn this process in more detail, be sure to watch a video where I break it down even more, link in the description. Once you've gotten to an offer price, it's time to actually make the offer. If the lead is on market, the agent will write and present the offer to the seller. If it's off market, you have to write and present the offer. And to do that, use my purchase and sale agreement and learn how to use it. Now, once you get that executed contract with a seller, it's time to move over to operations where you either wholesale it or you fix and flip it. Now, to see an oversimplified explanation of operations and how to flip contracts and how to flip houses, be sure to watch part two of this video series. And again, all of the free resources and the videos I mentioned in this video, I'll put in the description box below for you. And I'll see you on the next video.